So we, uh, we're going to be going into our Vision Sunday today. How many people are excited for Vision Sunday? Come on. It's one of our favorite weeks of the year. And uh, we're going to be discussing uh, all that we believe that God wants us to step into for this year. But before we do that, I just want to take a minute to highlight 2018. I think sometimes we can be so quick to move forward, we forget where we've been. And where we've been has been really, really good. And so in 2018, I just want to just say some highlights. These are a few of the many highlights from 2018. We, in April, we launched our first church plant that's going to be happening this year with Pat and Katrina. So excited for that. Uh, We did our first Hope in the Park Uh, which we had about seven or 800 people come to Horseshoe Lake Park. We did a tent, two-day tent meeting, saw many salvations, many people get healed, many people come to know the Lord, uh, and that was truly exciting. We're excited for that this year as well. We did our back-to-school bash, which we gave backpacks to how many kids? 800 kids, Uh, and um, it was truly amazing. We did our Christmas gift giveaway, gave Christmas gifts away to about 400 kids, We uh, sent out two of our best, pastors Chris and Chelsea. We sent them to Dallas, Texas to help lead Todd White's ministry school. And we're able to just celebrate because we want to be a church that don't hold people like this. But we we bring them in and then we release them when it's their time. And so it was an amazing moment for us as a church to see them uh, go do what God has called them to do. They're still here on our senior leadership team. uh, So there should be a fourth chair that's empty and is held by a man who's in Texas. Um, We launched our two services in September. Hallelujah for 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. services. Uh, In in April, we hired our first full-time evangelist, Jeffrey. And uh, if you don't know... He is hired for one thing and one thing only, and that's to see people saved. And he goes out, whether it's knocking on doors, whether it's to Walmart, whether it's to the mall, whether it's to your street, and preaches the gospel and sees many, many people get saved. And um, we are so excited to have 10 full-time evangelists at some point. Hallelujah. Uh, We just need Jeremy to give the offering message every Sunday. Um. We hired in the summer our first children's pastors, Sarah and Ryan Taylor, where I don't know if they're in here still. They're working, doing their job. Awesome. Um, Literally weeks ago at the end of last year, uh, Jay Scott and Jay McNamara moved here from Ireland, came on staff, and we're so excited to host them. I don't think they're here. They'll be here second service. Uh, No applause for that, apparently, but that's great. They're awesome. and one thing I'm super excited about, we launched our very first youth hub in the center. We launched a youth ministry in the center, and uh, we felt like God asked us to uh, expand from being a Woodland church to being a Woodland the Center, Richfield, Kalama church. And uh, that looked like us beginning to uh, actually do something specifically in those cities. And so we launched that in, I believe it was April or something like that. And it's been amazing. And we're hoping to launch our second one here shortly. Uh, But 2018 has been an amazing year. Will you do this with me? Will you just thank the Lord for a moment? Will you just clap and lift up some praise and say, Jesus, thank you for an amazing 2018. Come on, we're just getting started. 
So 2019, I spoke last week, we really feel like 2019 is a year that God gave us about moving forward, and uh, in, in Exodus 14, 11 through 16, we're not going to read it this morning, but you can listen to it on our website, uh, it talks about how the Israelites left Egypt, they went to the Red Sea, and uh, we know that they crossed the Red Sea, and God parted it, but before that happened, they came up to the Red Sea, the Egyptians were behind them trying to get them and bring them back, and they were met with the decision of what to do, and there was three responses responses that we looked like looked at in that story the Israelites response was to retreat to go back where they came from and uh, they had an impossibility in front of them and the devil behind them which many of us can relate to and they wanted to retreat to go back where it was easy and that was their response and then Moses stood up and he said don't go anywhere just stand still Everybody remember this amazing message last week, right? Just stand still, right? Moses, don't just wait for the deliverance of the Lord, wait for the freedom of the Lord, stand still. And we've been in three years of standing still, seeing the goodness of God, seeing the deliverance of the Lord, seeing the freedom of God come, and it has been absolutely amazing. But then God came on the scene. How many people are thankful when God comes on the scene? And he said, it's not time to retreat, it's not time to stand still, it is time to move forward. In fact, he says, why are you crying out to me? Move forward. And moving forward was into the Red Sea that still had not been parted yet. And we really feel like 2019 is a year where God is saying it's time to move forward. There's been areas in our lives where we've been stagnant, areas in our lives where we've been hesitant, areas in our lives we've said, I'm not willing or I'm not sure or I don't think I'm capable about moving forward. And we believe that God is, is really changing our perspective. See, in, in Egypt, Israel, the Israelites only knew a God that did things for them. It's all that they knew. But God had to teach them that he wanted to now do things with them. And a perspective shift had to occur that no longer were we waiting for God to do the things that we were hoping for, but we were saying, we're in a partnership and we're gonna do them together. And you've called me and you've called this church to partner with the Lord to do things together and move forward. And we talked about how the 10 lepers, I mentioned as we were closing worship, the 10 lepers wanted to get healed. They called out to the Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. He says, go and present yourselves before the priest. And it says, as they went forward, they were healed. And 2019 is going to be a year that as we move forward, the breakthrough we've been waiting to come will come as you say yes. The freedom you've been waiting for will come as you say yes. And this will be a year where we no longer are sitting here waiting for God to do something, but what we say, God, I'm ready. Use me. Let's do it together. So this year, 2019, is going to be a year where we investigate multiple areas in our lives and how do we move forward? How do we move forward in finances? How do we move forward in community? How do we move forward in evangelism? How do we move forward in loss? How do we move forward in victory? How do we move forward in marriage, in parenting? How do we move forward and not stay stuck? Is there anybody here who can say, I've been stuck in a few areas in my life and I'm ready to get unstuck? This is the year to get unstuck and to move forward forward. So today we're going to talk briefly about a few different areas that we believe that God has highlighted to us to say these are areas we want you to focus on. And every year we do this and we're happy to say that most years we end and we've completed a few things. We're going to also talk about a few things that are still ongoing 
uh, that it's not just a one-year focus, but it's a five-year focus or a three-year focus. But I, I, want to, uh, I want you guys to leave here inspired. As you listen to these uh, different visions for 2019, be asking the Lord to speak to you. Ask the Lord to maybe uh, give you vision for yourself for 2019. If you want to take notes, this is a great week to take notes so that when you're praying for 21 days and you don't know what to pray for, you pull up your notes on your phone and you say, oh yeah, there's some vision for 2019 and I'm going to move forward and pray for these things because I'm a part of it. These aren't things that we're going to do. These are things that we're going to do in 2019. So don't listen to this and say, oh, Pastor Casey, I can't wait for you to do that. No, say, how can I be involved and make that happen? Amen? Amen. So Pastor Jonathan's going to kick us off. Come on. And again, church, thank you guys so much. Uh, as Aaron, Pastor Aaron listed off all of the amazing things that's happened in 2018, your support and doing things together as a church has been the key. We, again, we're not trying to do all this on our own. We don't want to. We want to do all this together as a, as a church community, as a family. And so, again, thank you guys for all the different changes we went through this past year and how you jumped in, how you participated, how you were a part, how you were supportive, how you prayed how you sewed in financially. So again, thank you. And we're moving forward together uh, into 2019 with a lot of things. And more changes will continue to happen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, change. change is part of moving forward. I don't think you can move forward without change. Glory to Jesus. Uh, the first thing, it's not up there yet. Good, leave it that way. The first thing that we really want to focus on uh, for Vision Sunday and really emphasize in moving forward is moving forward in community which means we are going to relaunch, launch, change, and, and launch afresh small groups in the Promise Church. You can put that up now. It is. Awesome. Small groups. We, we have, Pastor Aaron talked about last week and again refreshes today about the Israelites and the three different options. Go back and retreat, stay and stand still, or move forward. We have done the other two really well when it comes to community and small groups. At different points, we have retreated, we have gone back, we have stood still, we have asked God for help. And this year, it's like, all right, we're going to really go after this as a church. So small groups. Uh, specifically, we're, we're asking you guys to recognize the need and value in your own life for being a part of something bigger than yourself, of being a part of a church family where we don't just attend services, but we actually get together outside of this building and we do life together. That's what this is about, is that you and I need each other. We need to be encouraged, supported, prayed for, learn wisdom from other people, and, and build relationships with people to grow together in knowing each other as we grow together in knowing God. And so that's a big emphasis for us this year, small groups. We have, uh, you can put the list up, we have about 12 different groups that are going to be happening um, uh, basically for this quarter that we're going to be doing. It's going to start at the end of January. And it's going to go for 14 weeks into the end of April. And so it's 14 weeks of small groups together. We'll, we'll take a short break from these types of groups at the end of April. And then May and June, we're going to do two months of, of different types of groups, groups that are going to be more focused on equipping you, training you. There are going to be marriage groups, parenting groups, financial groups, deliverance and freedom groups. There's going to be uh, several different specific topical groups in May and June. 
then we're going to take a break for the, the summer in July and August, and then pick up with these community-oriented groups again in September and go for about 11 weeks. And so this is something that we, we plan on doing throughout the whole year, and we plan on doing every year and really looking for all of you to participate in a small group. We're not going to stop doing young adults. We're not stopping youth group and things for the kids. We're not stopping men's group on Saturdays. We're not stopping the women's group on Saturdays that meet on the second Saturdays of the month. We're not stopping the fab group. But we're asking you to consider and, and to really choose which group you're going to be a part of. You're going to hear it in our language. Which small group you're a part of? Which small group you're a part of? Have you signed up for a small group yet? Because it's going to be a part of our DNA, it's going to be part of our, our culture, of everything that we're a part of, that we want to build community in this house, right. uh, not just attend a service, but really uh, build community. And these groups are going to be happening every week for 14 weeks, and it's going to be amazing, and you're not going to want to miss out. We have uh, some amazing people that have signed up to, to volunteer to lead these groups, and they're going to do a phenomenal job, and we're just excited to see all that happens in small groups uh, as we go into this journey. I believe our church is going to grow. I believe you're going to grow. You're going to be encouraged. You're going to be strengthened. You're going to be able to do that for somebody else, which is going to encourage you. Uh, it's going to be an amazing thing to see us grow together as we, as we continue to grow as a church. Amen? All right. They start the end of January. So signups are going to start today, we're, and at the end of the service, we're going to have iPads over here by the, the new guest table, and, and you can sign up on, on our website uh, under which small group you want to start, sign up on. If you want to go home and think about it, you can sign up at home from your own phone, your own computer. Uh, you can, those signups are going to be going for the next three weeks, and they're going to kick off the week of January 27th, all right? Woohoo! Small groups! All right, all right. Next one is, we love the city of Woodland. We do, passionately. And we are going to be doing um, a, a an heart, I love, I heart my city service day as a church body because we want to show that we really, really care about every aspect. And when we've done this before, we have, we've had the city ask us, well, do you guys want a spot where people can like see you in your shirts? And we're like, no, give us a spot no one else wants to do. Give us a spot where no one's going to see us. That, uh, only, you know, something that really has to get done. So there's going to be many different avenues we're going to do this, whether it be painting different things or taking down brush, mowing people's yards, whatever it looks like. We're going to be spending a whole day as a church body, which is going to be amazing. If we can get like 200 to 300 people invading our city, how awesome is that? Right. So I encourage you, when we do this, it's going to be in the summertime. When we do it, really just jump on board. Really say, yep, I'm down. I don't have any skills. I don't got nothing. I don't got any tools. It doesn't matter. We'll make it happen. We'll find a spot for you. You can be a professional landscaper. Or you can be a dentist. It don't matter. We will use you. It'll be awesome. So we love our city, and we're very excited for our, our hearts to be filled up by loving our city this way. Everybody down? Come on. All right. Thank God for dentists. We are going to be, the next one, we're going to be launching our second youth hub this year, uh, which I mentioned briefly before, but I, I want, if there's something that you need to be praying about, it is our youth hubs. Kalama uh, Le Center in Richfield, if you don't know, there really is not much youth ministry in any of those cities. Uh, our youth ministry here is doing amazing. We've got amazing teams. We've got amazing youth pastors. And um, we have found it difficult to see these other cities become aware of what we're doing. And so we're tired of waiting and standing still. We're going to move forward and go to them. That was a good segue. 
I've never ridden a Segway before either. I, that was a really bad joke. That was really bad. That was bad. Uh, so we are hoping to start uh, Richfield or Kalama sometime in the next two months to three months, but we are having challenges getting into these schools. The center was really easy to get in. We're having some difficulty in Richfield and Kalama just to be able to get in and get uh, access for our youth pastors to be able to get in and build community with the kids. We don't want to launch until we can get them in the schools during lunches. So be praying for doors to open, for favor with principals and superintendents and uh, boards and um, uh, be praying for God to get our youth pastors in and for these youth in these cities to encounter Jesus. Amen? Amen. So we're launching our second one, hopefully our third, maybe our third one this year as well, but for sure our second. All right. If you can't tell already as a church, we don't wait for people to come to attend our church services. We go to them. So with youth hubs, with evangelism, you name it, that's what we're a part of, and th which is a great segue into the next one, which is a church plant. Uh, Pastor Aaron already mentioned this uh, in, the, in the beginning of things that we announced this last year and that we began the process. And two years ago, in 2017, we did a Vision Sunday, and we shared with the church it was of our vision as a church to plant our first extension of us, our first church plant uh, in five years, with one within five years. We announced that in 2017, just sowing, casting vision into all of you. And one of our pastors that was here on our staff at that time, Pastor Pat West and his wife Katrina, they were in the audience and they heard that and they go, something just came alive in them. Something sparked in them like, wow, I think God wants us to do that. And so they, we began a journey with them shortly after, just a few months after, after God really began to speak to them and confirm things for them, that, that God was calling them to go plant a church and that God was calling them to go to St. Helens, Oregon to plant that church. And so we are super excited that in 2019, we will be launching our first church plant, the Promise Church St. Helens. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be awesome. September 15th is the launch Sunday goal. And Pastor Pat and Katrina are, are living in St. Helens right now. Uh, they fully integrated their family into the schools there and living there. And they're going to be uh, beginning to build their launch team and, and fundraising and getting things ready for that launch in September. So we're super excited to see what God's not just doing here in, in our four cities of Kalama, Woodland, LaCenter, Richfield, but he's doing things now regionally across the river uh, in St. Helens, and it's going to be uh, just fantastic to see what God's going to do in St. Helens in this year. All right. Change, vision, upgrades, all that stuff. We like it, don't we? Next one, and I'm not going to say segue. Um, thank you, Aaron. Next one is uh, capital projects that we want to do here at our church. So we, we, get in, we go out and we reach uh, the community and the lost really well, but we also have really come to wanting to do great upgrades. You know, we've put a new sound system in, new lights, carpet, chairs, paint. It's awesome, right? So um, we're, we're looking at doing some more upgrades, and one of them is cameras. We want to do cameras. We want to get nice cameras because why? Because we can reach a lot of people this way. A lot of people outside of our cities, across the world. One of our friends, Pastor Stephen in Florida, he has cameras. And they have, I want to say, close to like five, 6,000 followers that watch their stuff. This tiny little church in Florida. And they watch all their stuff, and it is amazing. 
that the reach that they have is so much beyond them. We want to upgrade, and we have been upgrading our kids' check-in process. If you have children and you recognize what we've been doing, we got some fresh iPads out here with a, a nice smooth check-in and a texting thing so you get updates for when your kids are, you know, needing to uh, see mom and dad again, and the, and the nursery workers are like, help me, right? So I'm not saying that's any of your kids. I will take the blame. It's my kids. Um, let's see. Also, uh, we want to do the foyer, our entryway, our lobby. Okay, honestly, it's been a while. This church is 20 years old, okay? The last time we touched that foyer was five years ago almost when I remodeled the, the coffee bar in there, and God knows it needs help right now because when people come in we don't have enough room it doesn't facilitate the growth that we have in the body and people coming in and out we want to make it functional and good and beautiful all at the same time because God does stuff at the highest level right and then lastly that I have we have a lot of different things we're doing but these are the four main ones right the last one is our community fields and we are very excited about our community fields uh Rob Flanagan has just poured into it he has like given a lot to it he's tons Jeremy Lamb, he's, he's just put a lot into it. Thank you guys so much. But we want to continue to upgrade it. You know, we got, we got vision for that as well. We want benches. We want backstops. We want great stuff for the community to be able to use and for us to be able to use to have beautiful green grass all year long. Um, and so it's going to be great. So we're really excited about those things. I'm excited for you guys to see them happen and to be a part of them. Spending money is fun. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, Real quick, before I say the next one, there's a lot of people that are new here, and just so you know, we are a church with plurality of leadership. Um, there's not one senior pastor here. There is four. Uh, there is myself. Uh, this is my brother, uh, uh, Casey, and then Chris, uh, who we mentioned earlier, is in Texas. So uh, this is a, and our wives, the most important part. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suffer for forgetting my wife. Forgive me. Forgive me. I'm so sorry. I love you. I was, I actually, everybody already knew you run the church, so it doesn't really matter. Um, but anyways, uh, so just so you know, this is also an introduction to maybe all of us as a team, if you haven't had that already. Uh, so next one is this. In 2019, we want to do our first college campus event. And, um, we don't believe it's by accident that LCC and Clark and WSU Vancouver are growing, thriving colleges, and we happen to be right next door. And so we want to uh, move forward and uh, do something significant in those places. And we have an amazing group of young adults here, and we're excited to be able to uh, spread the good news of Jesus uh, to college campuses. And it's going to be... Um, it's going to be amazing. Don't you just love college people? They're just so good, and I'm so excited for that. Uh, so be praying for God just to do amazing things in our university. Hallelujah. It's my turn. All the college kids come to second service, apparently. All right. So th this, was, uh, this was announced a couple weeks ago. Pastor Ashley announced this to you guys, and uh, she really was one that just carried the vision into this and uh, has really helped get it to where it is at this point. But we are excited to announce and, and to begin the, by the end of this month is the goal to have our special needs room available for families within our community. Uh, again, we have several different families within our church that this will benefit and help, but we also know there's many more families in our community 
uh, that could benefit from this, of being able to come to church as a whole family and know that there's somewhere for their son or daughter to go um, and be able to be at church together. And this isn't just something so that the, the kids have a place to play and, and be able to allow parents to attend church together. This is about ministering to those kids and really allowing the presence and power of God to, to bring life and healing and restoration into those kids and to those families, uh, emotionally, physically, in every single way. So we're super excited about what's, what's gonna be happening in this room. Uh, Debbie is gonna be helping oversee and lead that. Pastor Sarah over our children's ministry. Uh, is going to be helping lead that as well. And so, again, I, we put the call out to anyone who wants to be a volunteer uh, to help in that room, and we've had a great response already. And so, uh, again, see Debbie um, if you're ex interested in that. And, again, we're just excited to, to see what God's going to do in families th through this room. Awesome, awesome. All right. If you're a man, raise your hand. Woo! Come on. We're going to do what we're calling our Men's Day Out. And I am really excited about this because it's going to be men's big day. It just got even bigger. It's going to be beyond what you can think. I want you to imagine just caveman. And that's enough said. I want you to think of insanity and giant pigs roasting in the ground. And... Uh, and, and if you're vegan, yes. You can pull lettuce out of the ground if you're vegan. There's plenty of grass next to it. I think my wife did say you can live off of uh, dandelions, right? Okay. Um, so we're doing a men's day out. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be April 27th, and we're going to be getting a hold of a bunch of guys. We've got a bunch of guys that we are excited about having and be a part of it, and it's going to be crazy. It's going to be so much fun. If you're a guy, you are going to want to be there. We're expecting over 100 guys to be a part of this. Um, and it's just going to be off the wall. So we are pumped and ready to go. I have heard rumors of trying to catch chickens. Uh, I've heard rumors of trying to catch a pig that's been greased up. Um, there's lots of really good rumors going on. Thankfully. I'm sure there'll be a fire. Sure there'll be know, a fire. Things might blow up. Really big fire. I'm there's sure. no women there, so who knows what's going to happen. There might be a fire dance. Fire dance. <laughs> We're going to have the fire department on call. What are we talking about? Okay. <laughs> uh, starting Tuesday. Everybody say Tuesdays. Tuesdays. We're going to be having Tuesday night evangelism night. And uh, Scott McNamara and his accents will be there uh, every Tuesday night here at the church. And uh, we are launching small groups. This is a small group you can sign up for on our website as well. But we are super excited to uh, continue to grow and to train each and every one of us here what it looks like to be the hands and feet of Jesus what it looks like uh, to not be silent uh, everywhere you go, but to realize that I'm a mouthpiece of, of the Savior of the world. And um, on Tuesday nights every week, we're going to have a uh, time here where people can come and get trained and then go out on the streets and put that into practice. So if you're scared and you're thinking, I'm not going to that, that's for you. Uh, if you're thinking, well, I'm not called, yep, you're supposed to be there. Uh, for all of you who are thinking, I'm excited, great, you probably don't need to come, uh, but everybody else who doesn't think that they should show up, we're doing it for you. 
Uh, so every person here should be telling people about Jesus. Let me explain it this way. If everybody in the world had cancer and you didn't and you had the antidote, you would probably feel obligated to tell somebody about that. Well, guess what? Everybody in the world is dying and you have the antidote and you should feel obligated to tell somebody about that. So every single one of you should probably be here unless you're at a different small group on Tuesday night and learn how to be equipped to evangelize to people. Evangelism does not look like preaching, okay? It's very simple. We have amazing tools. We have things that can go on your cell phone now. About how, There's an app as well that you can get that we have that will teach you how to tell people about Jesus. It's really easy. It's not complicated. Um, uh, anybody can do it. So Tuesday nights here at the church with Scott and his accent, uh, make sure you put that in your calendar. Tuesday night it starts. This Tuesday here. Every Tuesday night at 6 Six here. It's also on the website. Here's six o'clock. Scott and his accent will be here. Awesome. As I already mentioned, when we, uh, when we said we don't wait for people to come to us, we go. Just to clarify why we do that, because Jesus said to go. Jesus said go into all the world. And he told us that he, the Holy Spirit would come to empower us to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. Well, our Jerusalem is in this local area, you know, and then we have the surrounding areas that God has called us to go into. And so that is why we do it. We don't do it just because we want to have a church of a lot of people. We don't do it for our own, our own platform or, you know, kicks and giggles. We do it because Jesus said to do it. And it's his heart. It's his love for people that is to be the motivation to be the driver for us to go. And so that's why we do so much of really everything that we, we're a part of that we're, we're talking to you guys about today, which leads into the next uh, one that we have. We set this goal out uh, a couple years ago, I believe in 2017, that we wanted to see 1,000 people give their lives to Jesus by 2022. And so we've been on a mission. This is one of those ongoing visions that we've, we, we put out there, and we've been on, on target, on, on mission to make that happen. And we're going to do even better uh, in the years to come of tracking how many that has. We've had several hundred people give their lives to Jesus through outreaches that we've been a part of. Aaron mentioned Hope in the Park, or it's whether it's here in a, a church service, or again, it's people uh, going out door to door, or going out on outreach times uh, to, to tell people about Jesus. We've seen many people, but not just that, but in their own just lives and lifestyle living like Jesus in, in the workplaces, in the coffee shops, in the grocery stores, just doing life, encountering people and leading people to Jesus. It's been an amazing thing to see God do, and we're going to be continuing re to report that and, and track that and see God do amazing things in these next couple years as well. Awesome. Another ongoing uh, uh, vision that we have right now is to, is to send out our first full-time missionary from the Promise Church. And so that goal is by 2022, and we want to be able to launch someone and into that, that ministry. And so we're, we're still praying for that. We're still looking for that. And so someone who's got it burning inside of them, who knows, who knows that they are called, without a shadow of a doubt, they are called on the mission field full-time. And so we're very excited for that and just really believing God to set us up with the right person, with the right heart, with the right skill set uh, to make that happen. To go along with that, um, we have a huge heart for missionaries here at the Promise Church, and we want to be a place that hosts uh, missionaries, that, that gives an opportunity for healing 
for uh, rest, for a break. Um, just a, a few months ago, we hosted uh, Ben and Rayla, who are our missionaries in Belize. And, I mean, when they left here, you guys should have seen the smiles on their faces. They were, they were happy and refreshed, yet they were sad because they didn't want to leave because they loved it so much. But they were so thankful for you guys because they, they, they left and said, wow, this is our church now. Like, they, they, they felt disconnected and, and let go of by their own church and, and disowned by their own church that they were launched from, and they felt full by the time they left this church. And so I just want to say good job, everybody. Thank you for everything you do with that. Um, we, we've, we've hosted uh, LaVon Hira and had her here. If you guys know who Grandma LaVon is, she's just the best ever. And so we want to continue to do that, and we want to be a place of, of rest and life, being able to breathe into missionaries. Everybody say last one. Uh, we want to reach every door in Woodland by 2022. And um, we, that was really cool. Uh, we, uh, we almost did that in one day for Hope in the Park. Uh, if you participated, it was amazing. We sent out, I don't know how many people, 150 people, something like that. 100 people and went out for about four hours and knocked on hundreds of doors. And um, we've, We've been in process with this. Uh, we believe it is it's completely doable, and it's probably doable much quicker than 2022. And we just get a knock on a door, say, Jesus loves you. Can we pray for you? And uh, it is amazing to see people um, be encountered on their doorstep uh, with the love of Jesus. And you don't need to come to church to hear about Jesus. We can come to you. And um, aren't you excited that you are given the ability and two feet and two hands and a mouth to go to people, that you don't need to wait for them to come to, ne come to you? I feel like that's the theme for this morning. Um, will you do this with me? Will you stand? We just want to pray over uh, 2019. And uh, anybody enjoyed this morning? Was this good? Just to, we want to cast some vision, get everybody excited and on the same page about what God is doing in 2019. And to remind you that you're a part of all of this. I hope you didn't sit back and get comfortable and say, man, that's great. I can't look or wait to watch everybody do everything. Um, we want you to do it with us. And if you attend this church, if this is your home church, uh, we want you to know that we believe in you. We want you to know that we uh, believe that Jesus that lives within you has equipped you and called you uh, just like he's called anybody else. And uh, we're excited for the, the plans and the dreams and vision on your life to be, and for us to partner with that. Um, amen. Amen. Will you do this with me? We'll just close your eyes and, and pray uh, with me and agree with me. Jesus, we thank you for what you've given the Promise Church. We thank you for entrusting us with cities. We thank you for entrusting us with families. We thank you for entrusting us with vision, Father. And we ask that this would be a year where every single person, every single person would recognize, Father, the calling of God on their life. Father, that you've called them to step in and to move forward into all that you have for them. God, that this would be a year where we accomplish every vision that you've given us. It would be a year where we see salvations more than we've ever seen, where we see families restored, where we see schools saved, where we see entire cities come to know the love of Jesus. Father, we want 2019 to be a year where our yes 
is a resounding yes, and we don't hesitate, we don't question, but Father, we move forward into all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.